For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. Okay, so let's catch up with the champion, Kharda uh, Stein, and I believe she joins us all the way from Dubai. Kharda, good evening, and thank you for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Good evening, Tabiso, and hi there for all the listeners. Firstly, how are you guys doing uh, in Dubai during this crisis of COVID-19? Um, we're doing well. We're in good spirits. Um, we are also in total lockdown, very oh. similar to South Africa's situation. Um, it's, yes, it's almost basically the same. We are not allowed to go outdoors. Um, we are only allowed to go to the shop when necessary, but that's about it. But yes, we are keeping well and trying to maintain some sort of fitness as well. <laughs> and how do you do that, Gerda? Um, at the moment, I've got an indoor trainer, uh, a, bi- a bicycle indoor trainer. So I'm just spending a lot of time on there at the moment and also using the inspiration from the internet of all the home workout videos to keep me motivated and following some of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be different. You could have been defending your Two Oceans uh, title this weekend. Are you having withdrawal symptoms or FOMO as they call it? Yes, of course, I've got a lot of withdrawal symptoms at the moment. I was meant to be in Cape Town now with all the other thousands of other runners lining up for the Two Oceans Marathon this weekend. But yes, unfortunately, we are in this situation, so I'm trying sort of not to think about it too much and just to stay in the moment and just making sure that next year the excitement will have to be doubly as much. (laughs) Are you thinking about the comrades, though, because the decision hasn't been made there yet? They said that they will relook at the situation on April 17th. That's correct, yes. So the comrades organizers have decided not to make any decisions just yet. Um, I do think that it's quite, um, in one way, I think they are getting criticized for it. But in another way, I think it's almost a positive point because it keeps us motivated. Um, It keeps us hopeful for something to train for. You know, we don't know what what the Athletics Association's decision will be, but um, we've got still a glimpse of hope that it will still go on, and um, I'm just keeping that in mind and trying to do what I can in the moment to just stay fit. Yeah, that's the only way, Gerda. And um, since that you're also in lockdown there, I mean, what message do you have for the runners or for South Africans that are listening to us tonight uh, during this COVID-19 period? I definitely want to tell them to just stay positive. This will not last forever. This is temporary. And um, yes, this will pass. And also, when we are locked down and frustrated that we can't go out, we must keep remembering and reminding ourselves why we are doing it and that it is for a greater cause. Um, We are saving lives. We are really trying our best and we can see that it is working. So I think we must just keep that in mind when we feel like going outside. Um, it will, there will be a day again when we are allowed outside and to do what we love to do, which is running. So we must just um, you know, make the best of our situation where we are at the moment. Definitely. Now, talking about the running, Gerda, let's talk about your journey. Being born in Porterville in the Free State, growing up in a farm, were you exposed to running? Yes, that is where I grew up, in the farm. On, I had a farm life all through all my childhood years. 
Um, I didn't. I I did love the outdoors. Growing up on a farm, I was always playing outside with my siblings, etc. Um, but I didn't ex- discover my running talent until very late in my life. So I think um, growing up in the free state and having that exposure and being so free, running being so freely available to me, um, it definitely ingrained a love for this for sport in general in my heart. But I, it was only until much later in my life that I actually realized that I could make a living out of it. But were you running at school? Not at all, really. I did a little bit. I tried, but I was in a very small school as well in Witteville. And even then, um, I was never fast enough to make the team to compete on higher levels or anything. So it is quite interesting. I also often wonder how it is almost possible that I didn't know it when I was growing up as a child. But no, I wasn't a runner. Um, I did, however, participate in all sorts of sports. So I always enjoyed playing netball and hockey and anything else that I can find that was that I found as a challenge. But I wouldn't say that I excelled at all in any sport at that stage in my life. So, wow. So how did you end up then uh, taking up running in 2014 when you went to go work in Dubai? Because I believe that's where it all started for you where it all started and it is for me it almost makes it so special for me because I decided to take on a job abroad I was working as a quantity surveyor um, and I was still it was in my third year of working um, after studying at, at in Bloemfontein in the Free State so I decided to, to take an opportunity for me to, to go abroad and I took it to, um, to just see what, what it will hold in for me you know it was an adventure at that time time of my life and since then it all changed for me um the moment i or within the first two months of moving abroad i met a group of runners um they were all expats from all all corners of the world and it was really special for me because they were all training each year for the comrades marathon and meeting them in a in a country which is not my own country mm. was almost so special that that a, a race in my country would mean so much for them and that really drew me and um I started running with them and um in the same within a few months I made the journey all the way back to Durban to run the Comrades Marathon and that's how it started for me. And then when did you come across coach Nick Pester? Was it after your first comrades or be- or before this first comrades? It's an interesting story because I actually met him two nights before my first Comrades Marathon. Um, at that stage, I was just a casual runner, a social runner, who almost just found running a couple of months ago. So it wasn't in any professional way that I met him. Um, it was just at a meet and greet with runners and celebrities that I met him. <laughs> so um, him being a celebrity, I was in awe of the... Um, um, achievements that he's had in his in his past as as a comrade runner and uh, Ironman. So I knew the name, it is a household name for many of us. Um, mm. He's similar um, age to my parents, so um, they knew his history very well. Um, and that's the first time I got in, got to meet him, but it was only a little bit later that I started, that he started coaching me. Um, it was still within the same year, but later on in the year that he started coaching me. And I think that he also saw something in me, um, maybe a spark in me that I really wanted to um, be serious about my running. Um, 
But yes, he's really helped me since then um, to become more professional in my approach to running and my improvement has just showed that. So I'm very fortunate for how this story has turned out. That's incredible. And is he as hard as nails because they don't call him Esther Bester for nothing? That's correct, yes. I can certainly tell you he's, he's um, training. <laughs> also, um, definitely speaks of that. <laughs> Now, um, what's your normal day like when you're training now with that lockdown, Gerda? What does it take, I mean, to make it to the top of, of the running circle? It's a good question because I think none of us expected this. So all of us will just have to now figure out a way that works for us. There's no, no one gave us a memo and no one said um, how, the, how it would be when the world goes into lockdown as a runner. So for me personally, I'm just trying to find a little bit of a, a rhythm, a, a method into this madness, if yeah. I can put it like that. Um, I'm trying to maintain a sort of a routine that I'm used to. So um, if it's not in lockdown, I normally like um, doing my run early morning um, and then filling my day with other sorts, types of exercise. So at the moment, I'm unfortunately not able to run outside, but I still try to wake up in the morning with a plan. Um, I swap my run for for an hour or two on the indoor trainer on the bike and then, um, yeah, just go on about my day as I normally would. I fill it in with uh, another exercise during lunchtime or around lunchtime, which is often um, strength work. And then in the evening, I would do another session. So I try to, to maintain the same rhythm as I would during normal times. But yes, like I say, it is challenging and we are all still figuring it out. I haven't, however, as I've been... Um, following the social media, I have not attempted any marathon distances in my garden <laughs> or, or anything crazy like that. But I do take my hat off to all the runners who've attempted that. I saw a guy running for 10 hours in his backyard over the oh weekend. Only people from <laughs> Pretoria grass, can do that. There will be nothing left of his grass. <laughs> <laughs> so, Gerda, you mentioned that you're a quantity surveyor by profession. Now that you took up running um, seriously, did you have to give up your job or put it aside for a while? Yes, I decided about two years ago after um, I started seeing a huge progress in my running, um, I decided to just take the chance. Um, It wasn't for me so much to give up my job um, and to become a professional runner at that stage. It was still very uncertain. It was almost just, I was just giving myself the chance. And I knew that if I wanted to give myself the best chance that there is, I would have to give up my job. Um, there's just not enough for me personally. I just couldn't maintain a, f- a focus at work as well as 100% focus in my training. Mm. So I decided to give up my job, um, but kept an open mind, um, really be honest with myself that if I didn't see improvement or rapid improvement, that I would um, always be willing to go back to doing quantity surveying. Um, It wasn't bad for me. I I enjoyed my job. It was challenging. It was was great. I I enjoyed the lessons that I learned being um, in an office job, in an office environment. But it started, my my progress just went from one step to the next. And I never looked back for a day. Uh, There was a downtime very early on after giving up my job 
um, where I was injured, but it was very temporarily. And since then, it has been really just an amazing journey. And I really don't regret that decision of giving up my job for a day. For those who are just joining our conversation, we are catching up with Kharda Stain. She's all the way in Dubai. She was set to defend a Two Oceans Marathon title uh, this weekend. But as we all know, everything has been suspended. Uh, we're going to wrap up. We're going to take a quick break and we'll wrap up the conversation after this break. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. And we are talking to Kharda Stein, wrapping up our conversation. Kharda, you spoke about having to put your job aside uh, about two years ago. But um, can one make a career out of long-distance running? Um, in my opinion, one can definitely make a career out of long-distance running. Um, it is obviously, uh, it's, a, it's not always a guaranteed uh, income. Um you are very reliant on your own body to perform on the day, and um, that's it's quite risky. There's, it, it, it's, a, it's a single sport. It's not unlike other sports where it's a team sport. Of course, it's a team sport in a way that we have a team that supports us. For me, for instance, it's the Netbank Running Club, and mm-hmm. we are a team. And But when you are competing on the day, it's really just you on the start line, and that makes it very risky, but... You know, it's it for me. It goes far beyond it being a job and it being an income. It for me, it's a lifestyle that I decided to take on. And if I make if I make an income from it, it's a bonus for me. So, if I think having that mindset makes it easier, um, it doesn't then feel like you have to do it, that you want to do it. And I think that's the only way, really, that you're career will be a success but we are very fortunate in South Africa that um, as a ultra distance runner um, you can make an income from two big races in South Africa which is the biggest ultra marathons in the world as we know two oceans ultra marathon and the comrades marathon and that also attracts sponsors which is um, you know essentially where your income comes from so we are I think as a South African it is definitely possible to make an income and the last question before we speak to Coach Ashwell Prince was on the line. And um, what advice then would you have for up-and-coming runners, uh, Kharda? Or does it go back to what you were saying that you uh, do it as a passion first before the money? Yes, absolutely. That would be also my message to young athletes. I think it's very important to first find your passion for it and then think about the rest. The rest will come, but you have to make sure that you focus on the right things and you know why you are doing it and that you can always fall back on that. And you must also remember that running, it's different to uh, to other jobs, to other careers. It's it's a whole new world that will open for you and you have to approach it in the right way. And if you do so, you will have a long and successful career and you will not get tired of it. it, 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 it you know, it's amazing. It changes your life and it, you know, it's for the good. And it's, it's, it's an incredible world to be a part of. Great stuff. And it's been a pleasure talking to you, Kharda, and finding out that you are well and, and safe and keeping fit there in uh, Dubai. And uh, sorry about the two oceans. Hopefully you'll be able to defend a Comrades Marathon title and do another sub six hours, right? 
Thank you, Tommy. So I am hoping for that. We are hopeful that it will be still going forward and that we will put all our energy into that and we are put on a good show for the nation. Thank you. Thank you, Gerda. Also send our regards to Nick Pester, the coach of the NetBank Running Club. Gerda Stein, of course, um, Last year, she ran the comrades in five hours, 58.53 seconds. The first woman ever to do it under six hours. Incredible. And um, up next, we are going to speak to Coach Ashwell Prince, coach of the Cape Cobras.